0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God for our meditation this morning is recorded in Paul's first letter to Timothy, chapter 6, verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Fellow redeemed, in April 1521, Three and a half years after the start of the Reformation, which we'll be celebrating this coming week, Martin Luther found himself summoned before the Imperial Diet at Worms. There he was called to give an answer, regarding the books and the pamphlets he had written, some dealing with abuses and false teachings and practices of the church of his day, others laying out the basic teachings of the Christian faith. He was asked whether the writings were his. When he affirmed this, he was asked to recant them, to take back and renounce what he had written. After asking for a day to consider, he returned the following day and confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Unless I am convinced by scripture and plain reason, and not by popes and councils who have so often contradicted themselves, my conscience is captive to the word of God. To go against conscience is neither right nor safe. I cannot and I will not recant. Here I stand, I can do no other. God help me, amen. As Christians, we are called to confess. In this section, Paul addresses Timothy as man of God. This title not only applies to him as a leader in the church whom God has called to his ministry, but to all Christians as a people belonging to God. At your baptism, as well as at your confirmation, you were called to make a good confession in the presence of many witnesses. You are asked, Do you believe in God the Father Almighty? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit? These questions have been asked in connection with holy baptism since at least the second century AD and are the origin of the Apostles' Creed. Do you realize that when you were called to faith, which for most of us occurred at holy baptism, you were also enlisted or a fight. Our text calls it the good fight of faith. The Greek word for fight in our text was one used for athletic contests, like a boxing or wrestling match. It's as if when you were baptized, a ringer announcer's voice could be heard asking, Are you ready to rumble? In this battle, our adversary, the devil, Prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Deep guile and great might are his dread arms in fight. On earth is not his equal. Satan attacks us in our areas of weakness, appealing to our fleshly desires. By false doctrine, the devil tries to tempt us to place our trust anywhere except in Christ and the saving gospel. Employing the attitudes of this world in our desire to fit in, Satan attacks us in our confession of faith and what we believe. Especially today, we are under attack and tempted to deny what the Bible teaches on creation and morality, gender and sexuality, marriage and God's gift of life from the womb to the tomb. As we face such challenges to our Christian faith, we cannot stand alone in our own might. If we did so, our striving would be losing. Instead, God equips us for battle. The call to fight the good fight of faith is the call to make use of the weapons that God has placed in our hands, especially the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. When Satan attacks, cut him down with it is written, a word shall overthrow him. We are told in Genesis, and Jesus repeats these words in Matthew 19, At the beginning, the Creator made them male and female. God calls this creation of mankind, male and female, very good in Genesis 1. We were not made as disembodied spirits. As Christians, we confess God made me and all creatures and has given me my body, soul, eyes, ears, and all my members. Christianity affirms the reality and goodness of the physical world and our bodies as God's special creation. Not only that, Jesus came to redeem us both body and soul. In order to save us, he took upon himself human flesh and blood and lived an obedient life under the law in our place. In his body, he bore our sin to take away our deserved punishment. On the third day, he rose again bodily and will on the last day raise our bodies from the dead to join our souls in the new heavens and new earth forever with him. Our text invites us to lay hold on eternal life to which you also were called. We cannot earn eternal life for ourselves even in the slightest measure. It is wholly and in every part a gift from God by grace alone, earned by Christ alone, and received by God's gift of faith alone. By his Holy Spirit, he strengthens and keeps us steadfast in his word and in the faith as long as we live. In June 1530, over a dozen years after the start of the Reformation, lay leaders of the Reformation, princes of the German states, were summoned by the emperor Charles V to Augsburg. The emperor demanded that they reject the biblical teachings that Luther had brought to light in his writings and that they participate in a Corpus Christi festival with the emperor. Emboldened by the gospel they had come to cherish, the princes stood up to the emperor and at the risk of their lives presented to him the Augsburg Confession written by Luther's associate Melanchthon. This confession, centered in justification by faith alone, is the chief statement of faith for Lutherans to this day. When Luther heard of the good confession of these Christian laymen before the emperor, he wrote in a letter from the Coburg Castle, I am tremendously pleased to have lived to this moment when Christ by his staunch confessors has been publicly proclaimed in such a great assembly by means of this really beautiful confession. And so the word is fulfilled I will also speak of your testimonies before kings. What follows will also be fulfilled and will not be put to shame. For everyone who confesses me before others, I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. God grant us boldness of faith to make the good confession. For if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. Please rise for prayer. Almighty and most merciful God, your name is a strong tower into which the righteous run and are safe. We beseech you, lift up the standard of your spirit against the power of the enemy, coming in upon us like a flood. And clothe us with the full armor of righteousness, on the right hand and on the left, that we may be able to fight the good fight of faith. And so finish our course with joy on the great day when Christ the righteous judge shall appear, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen.